Good morning, I'm Riley, and this is Lifestyle Tucson, a program where I chat with nonprofit groups and organizations, finding out how they serve the community and getting updates on their current projects. For the first portion of today's show, I'm sharing a recent conversation I had with Desert Voices. I'm speaking with... My name is Susan Miller. I am a member of the board and a singer in Desert Voices. Wonderful. Well, to start us off, tell me about Desert Voices, because to my understanding, this organization has been active for over 30 years. Will you share a bit of background and the vision of Desert Voices? Sure. They started out in 1988, so yes, they've been singing together for quite some time, and their goal is to include everyone. It's this chorus that's supported of the LGBTQIA community. We have all kinds of members and straight allies like myself who join in and sing and try to promote this message of inclusiveness. So I can imagine um, the events of the past two years with the pandemic has caused a significant challenge for a, a, a choral group. Can you tell me a bit of how Desert Voices was able to continue during these past, you know, two years? Oh, gee, you have to make me remember that. Okay, well, <laughs> yes, it, it was it was surely a challenge, and we did spend about a year to a year and a half meeting by Zoom. We couldn't really sing together over Zoom, but we still kept our connection with each other. We would learn some music theory or perhaps watch some music online to help us learn more. And then once it seemed safe enough to get back together, we sang. We do require all the singers to show proof of vaccination and booster. And some people are more comfortable singing with a mask on, which is fine for the rehearsals, whatever people feel comfortable doing. And we do try to keep some distance from each other as best we can and to follow the CDC guidelines. But we're excited that we can finally sing together again. And we're still going to watch things and be careful, but it's such an important message to bring to the community that we wanted to do our best to stay active. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So tell me about the performances Desert Voices does. I can imagine holidays are kind of a big deal. I swear I saw you guys at Zoo Life. You did see us at Zoo Life. That's okay. excellent. Yes. <laughs> we had some outdoor performances. Again, pandemic challenge, singing outdoors seemed like the right way to start back. So yes, we were at Zoo Lights. We had a trolley in Winter Haven. It was great fun. And we also had a recent show back in June at the Temple of Music and Art in the small upstairs theater. So as we're able to, we'll get back into theaters and do mm -hmm. some more singing. How many performances mm -hmm. do you typically have in a in a year, in a, well, I guess a pre-pandemic year? What would be the normal amount of performances you have? Well, for the holiday time show, we would probably do three shows, perhaps a Saturday night, uh, Sunday afternoon matinee, and then a Sunday evening. And then similar for the spring show, we would try to do three shows. They occasionally will do some outreach where they travel to another location and sing, or perhaps sing at one of the Pride events or for the AIDS walk or something like that. So there's smaller things that come up too. I did see on your website that there is a new uh, interim director for Desert Voices, Alexander Lionheart. Can you tell me a bit about uh, your new director and um, I guess uh, who the directors are? Do you have like a, a rotating kind of cast or is it a, you know, you try and find like one set person for, you know, extended amount of time? 
Yes, we do try to find one main director and we've had a number of people come and go. People get other offers mm -hmm. and they leave. So we search for the best person we can find to lead us going forward. Alex has great energy. He's got great sense of musicality. We're really excited to see where he's going to take us going forward. I understand that you have some open house rehearsals coming up, a couple of them uh, later on this August. Can you tell me about these open rehearsals, what they are, and, of course, who they are all open to? Well, they're open to anybody who wants to sing with us, and we do have to do a voice check, of course, mm -hmm. but the idea is to come and get to know us a little bit, sing with us, and then see if your voice fits in one of our parts. It's perhaps a shorter rehearsal the first few weeks, but we do want to get things set on a regular basis as soon as possible because we do have to memorize all the music before the concert. So we do want people to join early in the semester. Mm -hmm. We have those two dates, August 24th and 31st, that they can come try us out. So where will these open rehearsals be held? And do people need to sign up in advance? Or like it says open, can you just show up and see what happens? <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can just show up. Again, if you're going to sing with us, you do need to bring proof of vaccination and booster. And the rehearsals will be at the Rincon Congregational Church, which is at 122 North Craycroft, basically Craycroft and Broadway. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what times will those be held? They start at... 6.45 and run till about 9.15. So you're talking about how you do have to prepare for the upcoming concerts. Can you tell me a bit about what is in store moving forward and what you're, you're prepping for? I don't know that yet. We oh. do have a special music committee that selects the music, so it will be a surprise on the 24th to see what sorts of things they've selected. But they really do a big variety of music, some that's serious and brings a message and others that's just fun frivolous silly mm -hmm. feel Sometimes good we do a little dancing along with our singing it just depends on what the, the community picks out mm -hmm. well before we start kind of wrapping up here what what would you want the community to know about desert voices well i just want them to know that we have a big spectrum of people ages from 20s all the way up to 80s four parts we have a lot of fun, even though we do have a serious message that we're trying to convey. Our rehearsals are fun, and we have a pretty great community in terms of just supporting each other. So I would say if you're interested in singing, please check us out and see if it's a good fit for you. Wonderful. Well, for anyone looking for more information about Desert Voices or perhaps they want to uh, you know, donate some other way to what you're doing, where's the best place for people to go? Well, we have the website, desertvoices.org, so that's pretty easy to find, but we also have a Facebook page. So if you look, if you search for Desert Voices Chorus, that's us. Wonderful. Well, Susan Miller, I really thank you for your time and telling me all about Desert Voices and inviting the community to come check out if they want to, you know, test out those pipes for you. Perfect. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. That was Susan Miller, board member and vocalist for Desert Voices Chorus. For more information, go to desertvoices.org or you can search for Desert Voices on Facebook. You are listening to Lifestyle Tucson and I am Riley. For the next portion of today's show, I am sharing a recent chat I had with Steve Farley, the CEO of the Humane Society of Southern Arizona.
Hey, how you doing? Hi. I am doing very well. How are you? Doing very well. Good. Things going on over here, and when you're working with puppies and kittens all day long, things are always great. Right. I figured you get lots of cuddles, right? Some snuggles. That's right, all the time. <laughs> We are a community that absolutely loves its critters. But just in case, you know, we have some new neighbors just now tuning in. Will you just share with me what the Humane Society of Southern Arizona is and does? Well, we uh, uh, take care of all the pets in our community. Our, our, our mission says that we compassionately serve pets and the people who love them. In so many different ways, we're making sure that homeless pets have a forever home. And we're making sure that people have a best friend that, that lasts them uh, for their lifetimes. It's, it's such a, a great place to be working and a great place to be uh, supporting because there's, there's miracles that happen here every single day. Absolutely. And you can't undersell that connection that you get from a pet. You know, it's, it's a family member, at least for me. My dog is definitely one of the, one of the family. <laughs> yeah. I think especially during COVID, we really discovered how important our pets are to our emotional health. Absolutely. Um, a lot of people adopted, and uh, they, they realized it was a great time to bring a new best friend into your family, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it really made a difference. There were some people who, who were living alone and were otherwise would be completely isolated if they didn't have that pet to really give them that, that sense of companionship that only a pet can give. Have you still been seeing the, a similar type of uh, adoption rate, or has it started to slow down a bit? Slowed down a little bit, and we've seen some uh, people returning the animals they've adopted because they've, they've had a hard time training them, or they have been isolated, so they haven't socialized very well. So we've got, we've got some, uh, some dogs that don't work well with other dogs that are kind of hard for us to adopt. Mm. Uh, something I, I would love to appeal to your listeners in particular if you don't have a dog in your home right now there are some incredible companions we have here really sweet dogs who really need to not have another dog at home but they're so wonderful to humans uh, but they've been here a long long time we have some dogs who've been here longer than 100 days wow. there's even a few that have been long here longer than 200 um, but there's no reason they shouldn't find a loving home they just, there are people who have already have dogs and they, and they, they, they don't get along well with mm -hmm. other dogs. So if you're in that situation and you want to give an amazing home to an incredible, well-trained dog, then this is the time to do it. Come on by our shelter. Okay. Like if someone does specifically want to try and see if one of those dogs is a good fit, can they, how would you recommend do they call ahead or just show up? Um, you can just show up during our hours. I mean, it's 11 to 6 every day, except for Sunday, 12 to 5. Uh, you can also check out our website and take a look. A lot of times, I mean, we have a great marketing staff that takes great pictures, but a lot of times the picture really doesn't capture yeah. that. And even when you walk around the shelter, um, the shelter is not a place. A dog needs to be on a couch in your home. Mm -hmm. A shelter is a tough place to be for a long time. Um, so there are some dogs that are what are called kennel reactive mm. and they will attack the front of your shelter, the front of the kennel, looking like they're fierce and angry. And when you meet them outside of that setting, they're the sweetest mm -hmm. things you could ever imagine. So they're not, they're, they're not acting in their own best interest, but they don't know what their best interests are. They're just freaked out. Right. And they want, so giving them a break and, and maybe even you can even take them home and try it, try them out. Oh yeah. See if they're a good <laughs> you know, fit. We have fosters here who foster behavioral animals, who foster puppies and kittens, um, and they, they, uh, they, we can't do it without them. Mm -hmm. um, so you could foster a, a dog in your home or a cat in your home, 
just to see how things are working. Um, there's a lot you can do, but mm -hmm. we really have a lot of need out here. So I really encourage you to try it out. If you've ever wanted a pet, come on by. Yeah, it, it is the time. And uh, so like you mentioned, there's some big things happening for you with the Humane Society of Southern Arizona. And I did see that the weekly vaccination clinics are returning. So will you tell me a bit more about that, the different locations and how it works? You know, is it first come first serve and uh, what kind of services are offered at these clinics? Yeah, we're really excited about that because we, we you know, we used to be central in Tucson mm -hmm. near the Rapids. And then we moved in 2018 to our location here on Roger Road near Oracle on the west side. Um, there's a lot of people on the east side and central who really haven't been able to make that trip. We uh, recently, about a year ago, we bought a property at 22nd and Wilmot, and that is now our thrift store, mm -hmm. which is an amazing thrift store. So if you haven't been there, you got to go. It's one of the best in the whole west. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and our prices are dirt cheap. I keep telling my manager, we got to raise them because they're <laughs> stuff away, but we keep getting new good stuff from our donors. And that's uh, it's a great place to get deals. But now we're starting to uh, get that to become more of a East, East side shelter. Okay. So um, the first thing we're moving in there is we've got some adoptions. So four days a week, we will have adoptable dogs out there. Um, and we're also every Wednesday from two to four 30, starting next Wednesday, uh, we will have low-cost vaccination mm -hmm. clinics for anyone on the east side. It's first come, first serve. Come on by with your dog or cat, and uh, we'll get you a, an affordable vaccination to keep them safe. And that's going to go on indefinitely now. Ultimately, we're going we're gonna to expand that to 42,000 square feet of animal services with full adoptions, full admissions, a two-story thrift store, uh, education and training, and a 24-7 low-cost pet emergency clinic. Oh, wow. It will also be a teaching hospital for the U of A College of Veterinary Medicine. A lot of exciting stuff happening out yeah. there. But for now, go to the vaccination clinic, check it out. We got these cool little like Lego construction, like giant Legos that we built these rooms out of for the vaccination clinics. You'll be able to check those out too. They're kind oh, of fun. Cool. Yeah. And you know, those are such a big help. Um, when I first moved here to Arizona, I used your uh, low cost vaccination clinic because it was my, my dog shots were needed and I didn't have a vet yet. And I'm like, I, she needs her shots. And so it was a yeah. great resource to be able to turn to in kind of that transitional period uh, coming out here. Um, so actually, you know, I think the last time we spoke to each other was when your thrift shop location was just opening. Can you tell me a bit of uh, how it's been catching your stride and the reaction you've been getting with the the new thrift shop space? Oh, people just love it. I mean, particularly in the summertime, all of us Tucsonans are looking for a big, fun, indoor, cooled space to hang air out conditioning, in. conditioning, right? <laughs> Lots of great air conditioning there. And ganga deals. Yes. I mean, you put two things together and, and two sonas are swamping the place and not swamp cooling. There's actually <laughs> it's um, the good stuff. <laughs> the, the good stuff. Exactly. And it's for free. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, you, you'll find so many great deals on so many wonderful things. Our, our donors have been so generous in, the, in dropping off and giving to us some amazing items that then we sell at the store mm -hmm. uh, for much less than we probably should. Yeah. <laughs> And what that means is that we're, we're, people are coming in every single day. Um, we, we've got, we closed down on Mondays. So people really swamp us on Tuesdays because all the new stuff is out, but we're always putting new stuff out every single day. Um, so there's always good stuff. If you've been there once, you haven't been there the next time because yeah. there's always stuff. 
a whole um, a whole fresh store to check out if you you know take a week off. Sam Levitt's furniture. I mean, if you're in the market for furniture, we do Sam Levitt's furniture, almost new, like show showroom models or some returns for mm. some small, and we're offering them for about ten percent of the price you can oh, get wow. them. So the really great furniture, all different kinds of furniture that's there also, thanks to Sam Levitt's for, for giving mm -hmm. their stuff to us. Um, so it's a great furniture store and a thrift store. Yeah. And it's also, you know, just definitely worth noting how proceeds are go back to helping the Humane Study of Southern Arizona do what it does and put on these low-cost vaccination clinics and help animals find their new homes. It's uh, such a win-win right? because it isn't just a great deal, but all the money that you're giving to them are going to help homeless pets. Mm-hmm. So even if you can't, you know, you, you don't have space. I think of, you know, when I've lived in apartments and I'm like, I can barely have room for myself, but you can still help out those pets in need. Exactly. And, and so I was, you know, snooping around on your website and I see that you've got something really fun coming up next month. Um, what was it? Biscuits and bourbon, a pet oh, yeah. friendly gala. And I am intrigued. Curiosity's peaked. Tell me a bit more about what's coming oh, up Oh, it's going to be great. This is I mean, the people are constantly calling this the best uh, fundraising event in Tucson, and there's a lot of competition for mm -hmm. that. But this is the only event in Tucson, the gala event, where you can bring your dog along. Right. Um, so we encourage people to bring well-behaved dogs to the El Conquistador Hotel. It's going to be on uh, September 24th, uh, a Saturday. And uh, you can find out more about the event when you go to our website at hssaz.org pod. It's called putting on the dog and uh, we're going to have all sorts of great food and a whole bunch of great bourbon and wine. If you don't mm. drink the harder stuff. Uh, but uh, it's, it's just fantastic. You can taste that bourbon. You can see all sorts of great stuff in our silent auction, our live auction. Mm. Uh, there'll be a great program. So you'll be able to see some of the great stuff we do. We're really featuring our second chance program uh, where when an animal comes to us in uh, with severe medical needs, uh, we are, we go the extra mile to nurse that dog or cat back to health, and uh, and miracles have really happened mm -hmm. on that program. It's incredible what you see, uh, but we can't do that without support from the public. Mm -hmm. So this is just a really fun way for people getting together, um, bidding on some great stuff, drinking some great bourbon, and uh, enjoying the company of other people and other dogs and and. Uh, having a great time yeah a little really mingling good. and fun and um am i correct in that even if you aren't able to attend are you, would people be able to participate in like the auctions uh even Absolutely. if they can't we'll okay. have a, we'll be able to go online to that auction again go to go to hssaz.org slash pod and that auction will be live before the event i don't know exactly when but keep trying and check it out uh, and you can also donate uh, on your own if you'd like to and, and uh, support our good work. It's, it's so critical. You know, every year we start with zero. Mm -hmm. And the only way we're able to do all the great stuff we do is because of the generosity of our donors who flesh out all the resources we need. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, before I let you go, Steve, will you just share with me, you know, what are some volunteer opportunities if there are people who want to give their time to the Humane Society of Arizona and help out with your cause? Oh, there are so many. Uh, we are we are so lucky that we have over 1,100 volunteers working. That's wonderful. Wow. We cannot do what we do without them. I mean, there's dog walkers who come here early in the morning, and they, they come here every single day, and their whole life is focused on doing the work here. Um, there's cat socializers if you want to come in and hang out with the cats and keep them happy while they're here. 
Um, you can volunteer at our thrift store and go through all those treasures that our donors bring in and sort them and price them and get them ready for people. Um, there's, there's all sorts of different ways that you can help. If, if, if there's something that you can do that you would love to do, uh, I'm sure there's a way you can find a way of doing it for us. Again, go to our website at hssaz.org and you can look in the adoptions tab and click on that and uh, you'll find out how you can help us out. Uh, even if you are in a situation like you were talking about earlier, if you're in a small apartment, you can't have a pet, you can come and walk dogs or socialize cats and, or, and, and do what you can to get that great, mm-hmm. that great feeling that comes from being with a pet. Right. That happy heart feeling of uh, playing exactly. around with puppies and kitties. Yeah. Uh, it's not a fun place to be in the shelter when you're a companion animal. Mm-hmm. You want to be with a family. So the more friendly people come in and spend time with them, the better off they're going to be. And the more likely they'll be in a great mood to find that forever mm-hmm. family when they finally walk in the door. Wonderful. Well, Steve, is there anything else you would like to add on before we wrap up today? No, I'm just really excited about your promoting this. And I am really thank the listeners for listening in. Um, everything that we do, we only do it because of people like your listeners mm-hmm. coming in and volunteering and donating. And, um, it's a great place to be. Come on and hang out with me. Wonderful. Well, Steve Farley, thank you so much for the update from the Humane Society of Southern Arizona. And I appreciate you taking this time to chat with me. Hey, thank you so much. Uh, You have a great day. You too. More information about the Humane Society of Southern Arizona, go to hssaz.org. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson. I'm Riley, and if you're part of a nonprofit group or organization that would like to be featured in an upcoming episode of the program, you can reach out to me by email, publicaffairs at azlotus.com. That is publicaffairs, all one word, at azlotus.com. For more information or to listen back to something you may have missed, go to the Sunday Mornings page at MixFM.com, KFMA.com, KLPX.com, or ESPNTucson.com.